morning and welcome to Ask Andy. It is Friday morning. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me at 215-259-3687 or on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. I wanted to talk to you today about curious things or injuries that happen in the course of car accidents. So people often come to me and they say, I was in a you know, decently bad car accident, but I'm mostly okay. And the initial discussion with them is really more about, hey, were you at fault or was the other person at fault? And then what are your injuries? And sometimes injuries are a little hard to suss out. You know, the, the typical ones you hear are neck and back stuff. But the less typical ones sometimes uh, cause more trouble or cause more lasting problems than you would expect. So what are those less typical ones? First of all, when airbags go off, people sometimes suffer tinnitus or tinnitus, which is a ringing in their ears. Um, That's annoying and sometimes permanent. And it often happens to people who have a little prior history of tinnitus or tinnitus. So they're sometimes harder cases to prove that the ringing in the ears is from the airbag, but basically the airbag explodes, generates a huge amount of pressure, and that pressure causes harm to your eardrum that can't be fixed. So that's one thing. Another thing that, you know, is often kind of subtle is a lot of people come to me with um, hand and wrist pain. So, you know, why would someone get hand and wrist pain from a car accident? Well, a lot of times if someone backs up into you or if you're hit from behind but you see it coming people you know tend to grab the steering wheel and brace themselves so if you're on a highway and you see someone coming from behind and they're going to hit you or you see someone cross into your lane and you try and avoid them and hit a jersey barrier in the middle you know you're going to have a tremendous amount of force going through your hands and wrists And in some people, for whatever reason, you know, they were bracing a certain way or they had a weakness or this or that, people get hand and wrist injuries. There's something called a TFCC, which is a complex of of ligaments in your wrist. Your hand, if you ever looked at a hand x-ray, is made up of like a, you know, 20 or 30 small bones. So there's a lot that can go wrong in there. And it's a delicate sort of area. So there are surgeons who are specialists in hand surgery. And all they do really is, you know, work on that delicate area. So that, you know, TFCC tear is something that (coughs) I've seen a couple times. I'm working on one right now. And essentially, you know, you bounce back from the car accident but then you have this nagging pain in the, you know, in the base of your thumb where your thumb meets your wrist or somewhere between your thumb and your and the the meat of your the heel of your hand. So, you know, a lot of times those are injuries that need cortisone shots and sometimes need surgery. And, you know, the rest of you may be totally fine and all you're left with is this sort of weird, you know, injury that's caused by trauma. So, you know, that's one of the weird ones. Another weird one is just rotator cuff injuries. For some reason, a lot of uh, women I see who are active suffer rotator cuff injuries when they're hit from behind. So maybe they were tennis players or maybe they were, you know, doing yoga or swimmers. 
something that, you know, kept their back fairly strong, but also used those muscles. The rotator cuff is basically a complex of muscles and ligaments and tendons below or beneath your uh, shoulder blade, and they sort of hold, keep your shoulder active, at least that's how I understand it. So your rotator cuff can be examined by MRI, so if you have a pain in the shoulder blade or pain that's keeping you up at night in the back of your shoulder, um, sometimes that's rotator cuff injury, and an MRI can look at that and say, hey, this is you know, a new injury, or it's a full thickness tear, or it's a partial tear, so on and so forth. So you'll see a fair amount of rotator cuff injuries when people are hit from uh, behind in car accidents. I don't know why that is. I'm not a surgeon, but that's what I see. So then, you know, the the those are kind of the weird ones. Tinnitus, rotator cuff, TFCC tears, and things like that are you know, a little unusual, but not uncommon. I guess what I would say is that people don't expect that to happen, but it's understandable when you see a fair amount of these. So now what's the defense view of those injuries? Well, with the TFCC, with the rotator cuff, and, you know, largely with the tinnitus, the defense argument is always going to be, yeah, yeah, we caused the accident or my driver caused the accident. But, you know, at the same time, these were all pre-existing conditions that this person had either prior complaints of wrist pain, it's not related to the car accident, or, you know, they basically were, had this before, they just never paid attention to it. So, you know, is that a viable defense? Yeah, it's always a viable defense. Is it, you know, really legitimate? Sometimes it is. A lot of times people will think that they have you know, carpal tunnel syndrome, and they've been typing, they've been computer people their whole lives, or desk workers, and, you know, they'll think they have carpal tunnel, and when they finally go get examined, they have a traumatic injury rather than carpal tunnel, which is sort of a chronic or <clears throat> degenerative over time kind of injury. With rotator cuff, the defense counsel will always say that, hey, it's only a partial tear of the rotator cuff, and this was long-lasting, long-standing, and, you know, if you go back and look at someone's records, you know, maybe they had prior shoulder involvement. Maybe they had prior shoulder complaints. And that's something that, you know, the, you know, my client will say, well, you know, I never had anything like this before. But when you look back, there may be some complaints about shoulder pain or about um, this or that. There, there's rarely an MRI showing what it was like beforehand. But look, there's slightly more uh, arguable injuries until a surgeon or a doctor says, no, that's related to the trauma. And sometimes the doctors can say that and sometimes they can't. So there are other ways to prove those injuries. But, you know, the, the basic one is, look, I, I never had this problem before. So, but they're uniquely kind of unusual injuries that I hadn't, you know, dealt with before, before I started handling car accident cases, you know, almost 10 years ago. So that is that so the TFCC or wrist injuries, rotator cuff, and tinnitus are all injuries that oftentimes are, are taken seriously by the client, by me as the plaintiff's lawyer, and by the defense counsel. They all have uh, you know value, and they all have 
you know, pretty clear connection to trauma or to the car accident. That's all for today. It's Memorial Day weekend. I hope you have an excellent weekend. And this is Ask Andy. I hold people accountable.